0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. I... Oh, he left the ball and the goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse ninety five. Nice shot. Sure is that time, it's the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling watching us on the YouTube live. I'm so happy to have you guys here on the hour with me. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got politics in sport. Now, is it a different... um, situation if it's a male or a female that's one thing i've got a couple of examples for you i'm gonna need your opinion on especially if it happens from a young age that's the first thing the fight game usik versus chisora that's also happening uh, today actually saturday here in the UAE. and also the global sports review questions and answers how do you stay positive despite feeling defeated by my man florin all the way from new york who sent that through and massage and cupping how beneficial is uh, is this and is there a best time for it? And that's also from Debo in Florida. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adori. Oh, on Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the pilot. what it goal This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice draw! That's right, let's get ready to rumble. It's the halftime show. With Omar Duri, your host, covering everything sport international local. Gotta give some love to all my Instagrammers online with me now on the halftime show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Shout out to Zainab Moody, Amel, Zara. We've got Terry. And, of course, all the way from Denver, Subi is in the building showing us some love. What time is it over there, subi How is Denver? Is it nice and cold for you? We miss you guys over here. Right, on today's show, uh, a lot to talk about. We've got the, the fight game, Yousik versus Chisora. We're going to talk about how sports science can help an athlete take it to the next level. You've got politics and sport, especially at a young age. How do we try and eliminate that and eradicate that from Current society. We've also got a global roundup on the sports review and we're answering your questions, which are coming in at the moment. Shout out to Zara as well. Um, the questions I've had uh, so far, especially about the health and fitness, have come in quite often and people have been um, really enjoying that. So thank you for the feedback for that. Florence sent me a, a question saying, How do you stay positive despite feeling defeat? And the, uh, that he's from New York. And uh, Debo sent me a message saying, "Massage and cupping, how beneficial is it, and is there a best time for it in sport?" So I'm going to be answering and tackling those questions for you later on on the show. The first segment we're going to be diving into is um, is the is the Usyk versus Chisora fight. Now, for those that don't know, Usyk is uh, one of the most skilled technical fighters out there at the moment in the division. Chisora is a bit of a street fighter, a bit of a brawler, um, very very hard hitting. Uh, fighter, this is this is something that we try and assess now. With when you have a, a street brawler normally, or someone who can take a punch, someone who can punch quite hard, to to incorporate the element of sports science is very dangerous when you have someone as raw as that. That's basically like me telling you one of the greats, like for example Mike Tyson. Having him with a sports science dash of education on there, which then takes it to another level. So regarding that, that's something that I'm kind of picking on about. Now the fight is tonight. So for those boxing fans, it will be tonight here. Uh, well, not here. I wish it was here. Uh, it's in the UK on UK. So Usyk versus um, Chisora. There won't be any crowd. But does that mean there's not going to be any pressure, especially looking at how normally, you know, the fighters get quite amped up at the end? Like, for example, when we saw Tyson Fury versus, um, versus uh, Deontay Wilder. When we saw that fight going on, when Deontay Wilder landed the overhand right especially in the first fight and drop fury if there were no fans would we have seen fury get up the way he did it was very very dramatic so that was something that i i kind of thought about now that there's no pressure people say it's like a sparring fight people say it's like what you do in the gym normally however chisora is someone who's got david Hay in his corner dave Caldwell, who's been on the show actually um dave Caldwell, amazing coach great great coach he's in his corner as well and he's got the element of tony bellew you know, um, helping him out with a few things, who has fought Usyk and also was called the um, toughest fight that Tony Bell, you had. So very, very interesting things. Will they dictate the range? Will it be based on the front foot? That's something else I was was wondering about, especially in a boxing stance. Looking at these fighters, how do they position themselves? We know that Usyk will be thinking more clean cut, nice and easy. We know that Cesaro is the opposite of clean cut and the way that he gets in your face. He's 20 kilos heavier coming into this fight. So thinking about that, all that weight bearing down on Yusek, will that make a difference? Or will Yusek keep the distance, step in, step out, especially when he's um, on his left foot. He's very, very good in showing you that he's stepping inside. And the moment you think like you're in range, he steps back out again and is able to counter. So fantastic, fantastic fight set up for tonight sports science has a big role to play normally in the modern game that could be any sport you think about one of the things that's really dangerous is when you have someone that's very very talented to incorporate that on the show um you know on the boxing fight on the match whatever it is that they're doing i think chisora now sorting out his nutrition sorting out his recovery he had to be told to calm down leading up to this week because he was so excited so the day before the weigh-ins he was very calm uh, sorry, the day before the Wayans, he was very excited. I think the day of the Wayans, he was very calm. And if you haven't seen it, he painted his whole face white, uh, cu- colored himself with black as well. And that was really, really cool. So a bit of a bit of showmanship. And what do you think is going to happen between Usyk and Chisora tonight? Really, really interesting fight. If, if Chisora wins, surely that sets him up you know, for the big guns when it comes down to that division. There is something that you're thinking about. I'm going to say Cristiano is an example of that. Absolutely. At the age that he's at, to be able to still look fantastic and able to, you know, uh, maintain the standards of high performance, there's a classic example of what sports science can do for you. Right. Okay. Coming up next. Actually, this segment coming up next is inspired by two of our regular listeners. One... Anita, who's a, a baller. She plays here in the in the AWFL. And the other one is Ishmael, who happens to uh, be my best friend's son, who has a trial at Crystal Palace at 11. So stay tuned for more to find out more about that segment on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Oh, you look... Know- This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you for everyone who is showing their love on Instagram Live and uh, keeping me company during the break. Uh, Okay, so... We spoke about the boxing fight tonight. Yusuke vs. Chisora. Very, very cool fight. Different styles. Uh, you know, a street fight compared to a technical fight. But I would say Chisora has really polished up his game. So that would be very interesting. Now we're talking about a couple of uh, situations. Now, some of the listeners have been sending me their messages. And also their experiences when it comes down to a lot of the factors that we cover on the show. And, and on the show, we cover things like mental health, mental fitness. But also politics and sport. Now... Uh, one of the listeners, a very talented footballer, she plays in the AWFL, shout out to AWFL. Um, Anita actually was telling me about an experience that she had. Now, she's a very talented footballer and she's still stuck at it. But at a very young age, when an experience happens to young athletes, sometimes that could make or break them. And if they choose not to come back into the sport, it would have been because of a bad experience, especially early on, you know, um, on on their journey, on their pathway. Now, Anita... Um, was in a situation when she was having trials I think I believe uh, at a club and she didn't get the role because one of the players was financially let's say more stable at that time and paid the coach to do so now I don't agree on status being something that defines a player if they're talented they're talented now I'm being politically correct when I say financially stable it was not to do with financially stable it was to do with basically her paying off the coach to make the spot now had Anita not continued to pursue the talent the passion and the enjoyment of the sport we wouldn't be seeing her now gracing the field so this is something that again could have gone both ways had that been for status or financial gains then that would have scarred a young athlete now this is one thing that you know call it politics call it status whatever it is should never be creeping in the game especially at a young age because the academies that are responsible for these athletes could turn out to be big players you know massive, massive players male and female so that was something the other example was one of my best friends uh, Derek Pabby He, uh, his son Ish is uh, an incredible footballer age 11 playing for the under 12s it's very competitive in the UK and uh, a lot of clubs are after him you know he's very talented a lot of clubs are after him and at the same time some clubs are not willing to, to take the responsibility of taking him on but they don't want him playing for other clubs So apparently he's supposed to be having a trial for Crystal Palace. So good luck-ish. Your uncle here is sending you all the love back home. But then again, you see at that age with all the competition, giving someone the opportunity to play, you can't assess them just based on one game. And as coaches, sometimes we try and cram things in and say, no, we can identify talent straight away. But especially if you play them out of position, these are make or break sessions. These are human beings we're dealing with as coaches the club should surely be giving the players more time to develop when they're looking at experimenting let's say i bring in an under 11 and i put them in the under 12s team or under 15s team straight away that person is out of their comfort zone we don't know whose team he'll be on who his teammates will be will it be the more skillful player or more skillful defender or best striker playing on that person's team or will it be against let's say the reserves or the the second team so to speak we know that recently there was um, the passing of the under 17 Manchester City player who unfortunately took his life uh, at 17 because he'd been released Sport can do so much for you and uh, you know it's our job to be able to reach out to athletes and teach them very very young what to do how to do how to handle defeat uh, rejection Anxiety, Because if we start to help them from a young age and see the light of a dark situation, we are able to give them a lot more. So a lot to think about on there. Have you had any experiences uh, in sport regarding status, regarding uh, racism or anything like that that has affected you? And would you speak out about it? That's another thing. So some of us have experienced it. I know I have for sure. But I wasn't always comfortable talking about it. So what is your thoughts on that? 4215, does a salat or do, or start into my DMs. And feel free to ask me any questions today because we're going to have that last segment dedicated to your questions and statements from the day, um, the day's show. Uh, let me know and I will get back to you straight after this. And yes, yes, football fans, I'm going to give you some love because Arsenal are playing Manchester United tomorrow. United on a high since they beat Leipzig 5-0 and Arsenal on a low since they lost against Leicester in the league, although they did beat did they be? Yeah, they did beat 3-0 Dundalka, I can't even say it. So yeah, so let me know uh, what your predictions are for this week. I'm going to talk about football straight after this. Here's a tune, uh, Levit- Levitating by Dua Lipa. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Oh, he loves the pass. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, we are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Plenty to talk about today. We were talking about Yusik versus Chisora and how sports science has changed the way Chisora has thought, not only by having... David Hay in his corner, but also having Dave Caldwell, who's been on the show as well. Chisora is uh, is 20 kgs heavier, and he will be looking to make this fight as ugly as possible early on. He's sorted out his nutrition, his fuel, his recovery, and his training program, so I can't wait to see how he copes against the skillful technical Yusik tonight that's on there make sure you check that out right okay um what have we got we've got a roundup of the football news i know football fans you've been on my case uh, saying oh my coach we need more football right okay so we've given you a segment for football and plenty going on this week the uae obviously had its start uh regarding the results and you know what's really nice at the moment now having looking at you know the the results banias uh, banias and and charge are still you know flying it quite high at the moment, which is which is cool. A very, very different environment. We understand that with the atmosphere that takes off the pressure regarding how things can go against you when it comes to fans and things. But looking at that, you know, uh, Sharjah kept their, you know, their record going, beating uh, Ajman... Uh, ooh, is that Ajman or Hatta? No, Ain, I think. 2-1. Two, uh, two, and then you've also got, like, the idea of how these players change their mindset from having fans to motivate them or lift them to being able to manage a, a professional game as if it's a training game the pressure goes off straight away so that was very interesting to see I like guess I saw Ismail uh, my yesterday uh, banging a, a goal with his left foot top corner and just celebrating and I like the fact they're celebrating I, you know I enjoy that uh, it's it's nice to see it, it there's a part of, obviously, sports that's missing, you know, with fans. Some fans have been allowed in, depending on where you are around the world. You know, we know the American football have had theirs back, but we know some leagues in, in Europe have had fans introduced back. Minimal, but but back, but Premier League isn't. So let's have a look at the, probably the most anticipated match of the weekend. Yes, spicy, I'm going to say it. Manchester United versus Arsenal. United on a high after beating PSG and Leipzig as well which is pretty impressive in the Champions League to Arsenal who have lost against Leicester and won in the Europa League against Dundalka I think it was Um, which again you know there's two different leagues different lineups everything this game has this bite about it for those that remember the Roy Keane versus Patrick Vieira battles it's not quite like that now it's not like Bruno Fernandes against Partey maybe I'm trying to make it sound exciting. But also, I think the, the coaches, the coaches have had a lot of, you know, pressure on them. Oli Solskjaer, when he's winning, he's at the wheel. And when he's not, you know, he's broken down. And then Arteta, when he's winning, you know, he's he's creative, he's innovative, he's, he's, he's very passionate. And when he loses, he's inexperienced. So there's so many factors here that are causing us to wonder What kind of game are we going to get in Game of Zones on the weekend? Shout out to Besma and Anita. Anita, I'm definitely going to send you the YouTube, which, by the way, you can catch all our shows thanks to Super Mario and Gabby who upload the shows on on YouTube. Some of the listeners actually do send in their comments and inspire me to be able to use this platform to raise certain situations. In the first segment, we spoke about the use of sports science and how Derek Chisora is a different fighter and you'll have to bring all his tools to fight usic in um, the second segment we spoke about politics and sport status and sport does it have a place especially at a young age and how can it how it can affect you know our youth to become professional People, not just athletes, but also how to handle uh, rejection, failure, anxiety—so many factors. And I'm grateful that Anita stuck at it because she's a great footballer and she's playing the AWF at the moment now. So I spoke about that earlier. And now we're doing a, like a global roundup of what's going on in the world of sport, especially with football. I get a lot of people, my Friday footballs crew uh, or football Fridays crew—they always tell me coach you gotta give us a shout out (laughs) there's a big squad there so i normally just drop a shout every now and then i know moody joined us here earlier and uh and that was something that again i like to share with that i like to hear what people are thinking what they're seeing how they view things you know one opinion isn't always right shout out to ali and isa who just jumped in the instagram live as well but yeah the game of the weekend is going to be manchester united versus arsenal we know what to expect of that i think united to have probably struck the right balance by playing Bruno Fernandes with Fred and McTominay rather than trying to squeeze in Pogba and Van Der Beek uh, Donny Van Der Beek and and so this is where I think Oli has to maybe not be as nice and get that do they play Lindelof with Maguire at the back, Wan-Bissaka has been very impressive on the right, Luke Shaw probably on the uh, left or will he play Tellers instead then you've got obviously the front three that speak for themselves in Martial, Rashford and uh, Greenwood but then again how they've played things. They've dropped in James a few times. Will they look for pace to exploit, you know, some of maybe the tied legs Arsenal have at the back? Then it comes to the Arsenal lineup, and you think of Tierney has to play, Gabriel has to play. Luis got injured and really changed the game against Leicester. And who would have thought we'd say that? So that's regarding, you know, David Luiz. Then you've got Holding, who's doing really well. Lennon has been suspect since Martinez has left. The middle three. Jacka uh, obviously has to play Partey has to start and then it's between Ceballos Willock who played well the other day um, or does he go for a number 10 and opt for Williams to play as a third midfielder up front the dilemma continues Lacazette does he play through the middle or does he play Aubameyang along with Saka on the left and then you've got Willian Oparte to play in those roles. So there you go. You see, there's so many different factors there for you to ponder on. What's the score going to be? United versus Arsenal, 8.30 p.m. UAE time tomorrow. What is the score going to be between those two Giants? Will it live up to the expectations? Are we going to expect a high-scoring game or a ball-score draw? There you go. I said that all in one piece. I want to hear from you guys, 4215, at a lot, or do, or slide into my DMs. And on the last segment, I'm going to be covering all your questions and answers from the day. See you in a bit. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. Oh, he lifts the fire what a This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh! Better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Oh boy, you got me hyped now. Now during the break, obviously a lot of the United fans have come out and they've been uh, you know, giving their predictions. Uh, Ali gave his predictions. Uh, Spicy gave his predictions of getting all these people telling me, you know, what's going on. Shout out to Alia, of course, one of my favorite national team players ever, like ever, ever. I love that girl to bits. She was in the under-17s. You've got um, Almas, you've got Lara, Farha, Isa. Yeah, man, Spicy. Uh, Subi, of course, is tuned in from Denver. Uh, Shekha and who else do I have here MJ thank you all for tuning in Um, Omar we want to know what do you predict the score I predict a 2-2 that's me sitting on the fence yes I'm not very confident Arsenal uh, will put on a performance. I never know what to expect with Arsenal. So to answer your question, Spicy, I think it'll be 2-2. Uh, I think United will definitely get a penalty, no doubt. And from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Mike Dean will be will be refing this game. Now, for those that know, we had Dushan on um, the UAE professional ref the other day, and it was very interesting to hear his honest opinion on how he. Manages games and, and controls them really well. So I was very very happy with having him on the show. He is, he's he's refed some of the biggest and best players in the UAE. So I think Mike Dean refing the United Arsenal game is you know uh, an accident waiting to happen. So that's regarding that. Um, I've got an, keep those questions coming in. I've got a question from Florin. How do you stay positive despite feeling defeat? You know, Florin, a lot of the times. The best thing is just to, is to get on to the next game or the next training session or something straight after that. Defeat is very hard to accept. I think it's really, really difficult. It's one of those things that you can always say, yeah, don't worry, you'll be fine. But but really, you're not. Um, it, it hurts. It stings. You know, some people take it back home. They analyze it. They think about it in their head and and, and they assess it. It's very, very difficult. But I think I always, I always think to myself, and I'm not a good loser either. You know, when I do lose, I I always think to myself, it's it's something I need to work on. Accountability is huge. It's huge in sport, it's huge in life. It's very easy to point the finger. It's very easy to be able to tell people, you know, what the problem is, but it's not easy to figure out the solution. And I think regarding defeat in sport or in life or in something that may have not gone the way you've wished it to be, is to take away something from it. It's very, very important that you take away something from it. Whether it's an experience, whether you're in the right or in the wrong, Take away that skill of actually dealing with a personality or a character that may have, you know, changed the outcome of that result. And not only that, instead of blaming them, think of how you could have maybe, maybe done better. That's something, uh, you know, that I would advise personally. Florin is tuned in from New York uh, in the US, one of our regular listeners. And again... I love it when you guys send questions like that because we're all we're all different but at the same time there's sometimes saying something and being honest about it. Someone else can relate to it. So how do you guys deal with defeat? Let me know. And then there's another one um, from Debo in Florida. Massage and cupping are very good for recovery. You've spoken about it on the show. How beneficial is it and is there a best time for it in sport? I think managing recovery is one of the most important things out there. I think a lot of the times people are quite reluctant to do the things that are slow paced boring or you know maybe considered as prevention exercises but we only think about that when it comes down to curing we never actually think about how we prevent something we always think about it when it's too late to fix it cupping and and massage especially deep tissue you know the sports sports massages which are very very uh, strong and you know getting in between the joints and things like that are really good for you now i wouldn't recommend them every day but i think they're very very beneficial especially when you need to recover you need to reset your mind you need to reset your body you need to manage your body you have to realize that you put your body and your mind through so much stress even when you exercise people don't sometimes fail to identify between the good stress and bad stress if you're doing HIT training like high intensity interval training consistently eventually you're going to stress your body out and it's not going to be beneficial for you. So that's when things like, you know, the recovery part is so important. And I mentioned mentioned that in Reset in my book as well because it was important enough to give a chapter to because sometimes we burn ourselves out and that's why we don't really stick to goals when we're trying to go all out. And now listen, it's great to be able to sustain, you know, your, your routines, your training programs, your physical programs, your mental programs, your emotional programs, But at the same time you can only do that if you're managing it think of it as uh zahabi one of the best coaches in the world he coaches gsp he's spoken about managing training flow state versus you know steady state a lot of things that you can you can do he doesn't agree with doing the high intensity things every day but at the same time he he looks at building up the same mileage over a week or a month's time so taking the breaks out some days you might want to double up some days you might not want to do it when you go for a walk you might not see the calories going that high but at the same time you are realizing that there's so many things that help clear the mind and that's why people go for a walk people go for a swim people go for a bike ride people meditate or do yoga these are all things that help the mind as well and especially with your breath work you guys saw benoit the iceman come on the show These are all very, very positive things that we need to address. And so basically wrapping it up, as I I say, coming up to full time. um, Thank you very much for tuning in. Keep your comments and your questions coming in. I love it when I hear from you guys wherever you are tuned in around the world. And if you do jump into the conversations quite late and you want to catch the shows, they're on podcasts. So they're on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Rami. Or even if you prefer to watch on YouTube, we've got a visual here. Um, on the Pulse95 radio, head over to YouTube, subscribe, like, and share. Today is Saturday, so obviously I'm not the only person who's going to be on the show. Um, there's also going to be the Saturday vibe show with Big Hass later on, in a couple of hours, actually. So make sure you tune in to him. Support the big guy. He's awesome. And, uh, and yeah, that's me, guys. We're wrapping up. I will be back on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4. So make sure you tune in. Sending you love and blessings to all around the world, guys. Peace and love. I love you guys. Have a great Saturday. Peace. Time show with Omar Aburi. Oh on pole oh, 95. 95. 95.